When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. We really hope you guys enjoy this episode of DST. Before you listen, though, we have to issue a trigger warning and maybe even two trigger warnings. We are talking about disordered eating in this episode, things that we have gone through recently ourselves. Um, We are also talking about sobriety, uh, falling off the wagon. So if any of these subject matters feel like they might not suit you right now and they might not enrich your life, they might just make you spin out, take some time for yourself. Don't listen to the episode or just listen to a little bit. Take some breaks. Take care of yourself. That's the most important thing. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you'd have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello, and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. And I'm Emily. And today we have a Dear DST for you. But before we get started, what's new, Rem? Okay, what's new requires a bit of a trigger warning. Um, I got really, really sick from, I think, McDonald's or Nerds or... Cinnabon or the combination of the three. Sick to your stomach? Yes. Um, nauseous? Nauseous, vomitous, up all night Ugh. with the sweats. What and did you have at McDonald's real quick? I'm just curious. Like Two you- cheeseburgers, five nuggets, a Cinnabon, fries. Okay. Ketchup. See, like, that doesn't sound like a lot of food. Do you just, do you always have a bad reaction when you eat fast food? Not at all. Huh. I usually have a very okay reaction. And what do you think it was? I don't know. I know I ate a bunch of nerds as well, multicolored oh, nerds before nerds. bed. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but my stomach was not happy. I was up all night. And then finally at 5 a.m., I threw up and it relieved me of all the nauseous feelings and stuff. And I was like, oh my God, I feel so much better. But also during the throwing up, I had this moment of like disorderedness again, where I was kind of just like, yes, like this cancels out the meal. I can start this day not with this stuff in my system anymore. And it just, it really took me back to like attempting that kind of disordered eating in high school. And I'm I'm feeling like, just weird about it, guilty about it. Um, I know it's totally normal that like people regress and have these thoughts and stuff, 
But I would be really stupid, I think, if I didn't connect it to the fact that we are in bathing suit season. And even though I was very excited about my bathing suits privately by myself in a dressing room or like in front of my boyfriend, when it comes to pool parties and the conversations around pool parties, I've been around some people who are very unhappy with their bodies, who have been trying to get smaller and talking about all of that with me. And I think it's really gotten into my head. Saying like, oh, I need to drop a few pounds before summer or like saying what kinds of things to you. Do I look fat? Mm. Am I too fat to pull this off? Okay, yeah, I, we're that's trying pretty direct. to get healthy, but I know that healthy really means thin. In that, you know, like if it has something to do with your clothing, it's not really about like your blood. A hundred percent. No, when people say get healthy, but they actually mean get skinny, it's kind of a pet peeve of mine. And um, I, I, I know what they're trying to do is they're not trying to like trigger how I feel about those words or whatever. Well, and I think also. They might really equate health with, with weight loss, yeah. which many of us do. And, and um, you know, sometimes it can mean that you're getting healthy, but sometimes it can mean you're getting unhealthy. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not a it's not a catch all. Sometimes it's just just the byproduct to getting healthy. To- totally. But I was watching Cheer on Netflix. Right. And the, there was a part where they were all getting on the scale and weighing themselves and they were saying, yeah, we have to weigh ourselves every week because, you know, uh, Coach Monica wants us to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And obviously, she Those wants girls them to stay. Those girls are healthy. Yeah. yeah like we she... know what they can do with their bodies. But they are very physically fit. Yeah, very physically fit. I She's mean, being that guy and bring it on who's like, little girls go higher. Yep. And telling, telling girls to basically skip meals. I mean, I'm not saying that's happening, but like this verbiage of like, yeah, it's just to make sure we stay healthy. Why do you need to get on the scale to make sure you're staying healthy? Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you would know that yeah. anyway. So a lot of those convos have been swirling around me. Other people feeling very insecure about their bodies, which makes me, f- not not makes me feel. I allow myself to feel insecure as well. And yeah, it just, it really fucking threw me for a loop because I am, my eyes are bulging. My skin is hot. I'm re- I'm throwing up. There's vomit all over my bathroom. And my thought is like, good. Like that just really, it made me very nervous. Yeah. No, I, I've been there. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, I just want to be clear. You never had bulimia or you never like made yourself throw up. No, I tried. You tried and failed. <sighs> right. And so this felt like even though I didn't do it, yeah. I don't know. It was just, yeah. Yeah. And she didn't make herself throw up. No, she was actually, no, no, no. Sick. I actually, like I was throwing up almost in my bed and had to run to the bathroom. It wasn't. Oh God. It, that's the fucking worst. I'm sorry you went through that, but I, I relate to this so hard as somebody who was bulimic, yeah. as somebody who, who has thought at, at many times when I'm too full, mm-hmm. that uncomfortable feeling oh, it would be so easy just to go to the bathroom and just get rid of this. Or when I have been sick, Mm-hmm. I have had similar thoughts like yeah. that feeling of emptiness is addictive. Mm. But also it's coupled with now I feel relief from the, the hurt yeah, and the I'm being sure. up. And so what? I, like I know that there is a genuinely good feeling of thank God this stuff is out of my body because it was making me feel bad. It was hurting my insides. It was hurting my insides, but then coupled with, oh, good, because of this other thing. Yeah. And there's and there's something underneath it. Um, 
I, I think acknowledging it is important. Um, and I think it's great that you did that. And it makes perfect sense why it would be happening now. Because mm-hmm. you are making a conscious effort mm-hmm. to be more accepting of your body and how it naturally is changing. And also to like be op- more open-minded about these concepts that we're talking about. And, yeah. and I'm doing the same thing too. But it doesn't always come natural, right? Mm-hmm. Like these things are going to come up that make you feel bad. And unfortunately, wearing less clothing in the summer, all the sweat. Mm-hmm. You know, may, may possibly chafing, you know, mm-hmm. other things that happen with your body. It can be triggering. But just get some mega babe instead. I get some mega babe. <laughs> Shout out to Katie Starino. Yeah. But I, I'm happy that you're being honest with that. Can I, can I admit something to you? Yeah. I didn't say this or plan this or anything. Yeah. The other day, our producer, Aliza, was talking to us about um, this supplement called berberine. Uh-huh. And I've been seeing it on TikTok a lot. People are calling it Nature's Ozempic. Right, 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 right. Um, which, by the way, guys, it's not Nature's Ozempic. It, it doesn't do the same thing. But I'm not going to get into that today. But I saw one of these videos and I was having a low point. This was maybe like a week and a half ago. I had just gotten stitches in my lip. I was feeling not great about myself. And I ordered Burberry on Amazon. No. Yeah. And um. And, you know, like I took it for a couple days just in the morning. Oh, my God. And um, do I consider this a relapse? No, I don't. But it was a moment of weakness. Can I ask a rude question? Sure. Why don't you consider it that? Why don't I consider it that? I guess. Like, why am I feeling I never even had bulimia, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like a a deep relapse from a thought. Yeah, I guess the answer is if I considered every complicated thought I had or every As a relapse. Yeah, then I'd yeah. be relapsing every other day. Um so that I guess that's the answer. Mm-hmm. But what changed it for me and I I you know, it's been put away. I have not taken it. Um and it's very uncharacteristic of me to take medical advice from TikTok. Yeah. It's it's so unlike me, yeah. but that is just to kind of demonstrate it doesn't matter where you are or how much work you've done or how far you've come. You are still prone to feeling like, oh, well, if I like what's an easy fix? If I just did this one thing, maybe I would feel totally better about myself. Mm. And the fact is. No, you won't. Um, and what changed it for me is I started reading. I, I actually looked into the science of it and actual studies that have been done or lack thereof. There have not been a lot of studies. Mm-hmm. and um, But also, even if there were, and even if this was a perfect weight loss drug, do you genuinely look at yourself still and go, that's a person that needs to lose weight? Sometimes I do. Wow. Um, but oh, I know. But I know that it's not. You know rationally it's not true. Yeah, I know it's not real. Well, another thing happened, which is I was walking my dog and um, there are these guys that hang outside the corner deli, Uh like right on my street. And I see them every day. And and my dog Yahtzee likes to hang out with them. Like he'll sit down with them for like 45 minutes and refuse to get up. (laughs) Just just talk about some stuff. And they they love him so much. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so I see them every morning and usually I'm wearing sweats. Um, Because it's 8.30 in the morning. Later that day, I walk and I I turn the same corner and I'm wearing an outfit because I'm going somewhere. Mm -hmm. And this guy says to me like, wow, you're tiny. 
mm-hmm. you're tiny. And I was like, what? And he's like, you're like tiny. Like I'm always seeing you. You're always wearing these big sweatshirts and these big sweatpants. He just kept going like big. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, but Jesus. you're not like, big. You're tiny. Yeah, you're talking to me like you thought I was a monster. Mm-hmm. Like that. I think really got under my skin and then like wait but he said you were tiny but also fuck this guy no fuck this guy also this guy this guy's perfectly fine like it's not whatever (laughs) now I feel bad for saying fuck this guy I'm saying fuck this guy but the point is like that got in my head and then you know every time I leave the house now I'm looking in the mirror thinking like do I, I look, look tiny tinier. or do I look big yeah. in my big old sweat prints? Yeah. It's like, Jesus, dude. Yeah. Um, so I think that compounded with me, you know, seeing all these videos on TikTok that's like, oh, you just take this thing and like it reduces your appetite. I, I was like snatched in two weeks. I'm like, okay, maybe this will give me an edge. Emily. <laughs> but, but I don't. I okay, don't, when these things happen, do you talk to a therapist about it? No, I need a new therapist. Okay. I and I do too. We're both in our therapist like uh, wasteland right now. Yeah. Emily was tired of giving her spiel to new people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So what happened was my therapist stopped taking my insurance. So then I switched therapists. Then I had to tell the new therapist my whole life story again, which mm-hmm. I fucking hate. Mm-hmm. And then she left the practice. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't afford her anymore. So then, um, So then I was like, you know what? I think I'm good with therapy. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. I should have a therapist. Yeah, no, I should I should be a little honest as well. I left my therapist because I felt I was not being heard. And so I said, you will hear nothing from me then. Uh, and it's not smart. Like, yeah. I desperately need to get back into therapy. I think this was like the wake up call for me because I was like, oh, look how fine I've been. And... I don't know. Well, that's the thing about therapy is that you feel fine. So then you don't look for a therapist. But then when you don't feel fine, you don't feel well enough to look for a therapist. Yeah. So it's kind of a cycle that repeats itself. Yeah, it's a snake eating its tail. It truly is. But yeah, I mean, maybe that should be our assignment this month is like, go find some therapists. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It. I, I, uh, I've been out of therapy for a couple of years and, and I really had convinced myself that I was doing great without one. Mm-hmm. And I think... Partially from doing this podcast, but I don't, I, it's not a bad thing. I, I think it is a good thing. I am realizing certain ways in that I'm still deficient mm-hmm. and certain ways that I still can improve. And I think that's good, but I think I need professional help and not just being alone with my thoughts. It's literally, it's what you said on the therapy episode that you're like, you can't just start intuitive eating without a therapist guide or somebody like helping you through it. Otherwise, like your intuitions, quote unquote, might be become disorder you know like yeah there are mornings still where I'll wake up and I'll go I'm too lazy to go make myself breakfast and then it'll get to noon and I'll go well good that's not good yeah yeah the fact that you're even thinking like oh well I didn't eat till noon that's that's so bad yeah and yeah I always have to tell you guys because I'm feeling guilty and now I'm glad that you brought up yours too because it must have felt like a very heavy 
secret. Yeah, I mean, obviously, because I didn't talk to you about yeah, it beforehand. Yeah, you didn't even tell me. Like, I didn't, and <laughs> I'm getting triggered by the, all the Ozempic talk and all the, you know, Andy Cohen saying to the housewives on Bravo, like, you on Ozempi? Is everyone here on Ozempi? Like, it's a mm-hmm. cute little thing. And I'm just like, oh, well, other people have this edge and I don't have this edge. And but then I, I stop and think and I'm like, well, I don't really need an edge. Like, what does that even mean? But then I'm like, oh, well, if I could just take this supplement and like end up snatched for the summer, like that would be great. But, but you like, but what does that you start? You are you are snatched. You are a snatched human being. I guess I just don't see it. I guess I just don't. Yeah. See it. And, and I I I, I want to move away from that because I'm like, I don't even I'm like, I don't need to like be in shape to be a worthy human being. Literally. It's just something that's been ingrained in me since I was very young is that like it's important to look good. Mm-hmm. And um. And yeah, I mean, you guys get it. The ones who get it, get it. But, I think they get it. But I, don't, it, but it, don't, not, don't take berberine. Like, do, do as I say, not as I did. Like, don't take it just because people are saying that it's great. Like, actually look into it um, and talk to your doctor about it because there are side effects. What were they? Well, I didn't have, oh, I actually okay. didn't have bad side effects. Okay. I mean, it made me poop a lot more. Yeah, but, but when it. you're thinking in a disordered way. I was happy about I it. I get excited about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, like I wasn't unhappy about yeah. it. Let's put it that way. Uh, it wasn't like diarrhea. I feel like we have regressed. Well, sometimes I feel like we take one step forward and then two steps back. Yeah, I feel like we've taken like six <laughs> steps back <laughs> yeah. in this episode. But this is what I'm saying is like being honest with yourself and now yeah. we're being honest with the listeners about it. I think that's part of the process. Yeah. You know, if I kept no, literally hiding. So many people must look at probably the both of us or whatever and go, oh, well, okay, so they're healed and they get to be thin. If I were a listener, I also, and I've said this to you, been like, the optics are not good. No, yeah. You know, yeah. like, this makes no sense. And I've been in that boat before, too, where I've been like, why is that person, like, what? Who gave that person the right? The permission. <laughs> the permission. Yeah. Also, I promised you guys that I would do a, a bikini try-on or whatever. Oh, yeah, which I was anxiously awaiting. Yes. And then I spiraled out, and I was like, some people are going to think I am boasting. Oh, yeah. Boasting. Um, too thin. Too hot. They're going to get too turned on. I would get too turned on. Um, I'm or, getting turned on just being next to you. <laughs> and at the same time, some people on the other side's thinking, this woman is disgusting. Mm-hmm. She's too big. How dare she have the confidence? You know, like, and I was like, oh, I would like to not be perceived at all then. Yeah. Um, we want to not be perceived, but no, that's something that like, I do want to work through. I don't want anybody's potential opinions of me that aren't even my business to affect how like I live my life. Um, and the decisions that I make Yeah. at the end of the day, I do think that the decision was like, I don't really post this kind of content. Yeah. You know, so and I also don't think it would be very helpful to people because I got all the shit at TJ Maxx, which means you're not going to be able to find it anyway. <laughs> it's all it. gone. Like, who would it be benefiting I, unless uh, I genuinely feel, oh, I look so good in these things, in this poses, in this moment. There's no reason for me to put it up. Yeah, I feel like the point would be it would be more of a challenge for you. Yeah. Like that would be the point of it. We have to get back to where you were in October because you were I doing know. really, really well. I, really I was, was I was doing even a little okay. Um I really think it is summer. I really think it is summer. Like summer. 
summer, summer bodies, <laughs> summer bodies. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> Let the summer bodies hit the floor. Yeah. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. 
That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So we have this dear DST that I think fits in perfectly, actually, with the concept of falling off the wagon or, you know. Dear DST, thank you for bringing so much humor and happiness to my ears each week. Listening to you both feels like catching up with old pals, and I appreciate your insights. Thank you. Emily mentioned being alcohol-free for the past few months. I've also been on an alcohol-free journey since October, and I would love to hear more about how you handle the challenges that come up. What prompted the decision not to drink? Do you have any tips for how to be sober in social situations? What changes have you noticed about yourself? Has it affected your body image at all? Have friends and family been supportive? Do you feel compelled to tell people? And what do you say when people ask? And then what are your go-to mocktails? Um, She said, I personally stopped drinking because it didn't seem to add anything to my life anymore and I didn't want to deal with hangovers. I feel really proud of and happy with my decision and I've been wanting to hear more about it from you two. Thanks so much, Sparkling Water Betch. Thank you for asking, Sparkling Water Betch. I mean, we haven't gone too in depth with this. Um, Yeah, let's start with you. Okay, so I stopped drinking... Well, see, this is the tough part for me is finding the language. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of why I haven't talked that much about it is because I'm not technically on a sobriety journey. I just was noticing that alcohol wasn't agreeing with me very much. Mm -hmm. So I decided to take a break and that has lasted. So and that I, was in October that you started? or it, I thought it was so before. It was actually September. Yeah. September 5th. I'm looking at my app right now. Oh, nice. So it's been nine months. And um, in this email, you said it's been since October for you. So that's about eight months. Congrats. That's great. I'm yeah, happy it's huge. agreeing with you. What prompted the decision? I really just wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. Um, it's really as simple as that. So... I would drink, I wouldn't drink every day. I was very much like a weekend warrior drinker. Mm. And I would drink always with other people. But I would drink a lot to quell my anxiety. Mm. Um, I have a lot of social anxiety and just anxiety about life in general. Who doesn't? Am I right? (laughs) So I would have a couple drinks and it would absolutely help my anxiety. Mm. I will never tell somebody that drinking does not help your anxiety because it it oh, it does. does not help mine. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. A couple drinks initially would help. Right. But then as I would continue on, which I always would want to do, mm-hmm. it would actually make it worse. Sloppy. So by the end of the night, mm-hmm. I'd be so anxious. I would not feel like I was connecting with people. Mm-hmm. I would feel extremely alienated from people, actually. And quite often I would end the night in tears. So... It really wasn't a question like, should I take a break from drinking or not? It mm-hmm. was like, this is actually destroying my life yeah. right now. Like, yeah. this is destroying me and making me incredibly anxious. I also had really bad hangovers. I didn't have bad, um, like, nausea or headaches or throwing up, anything like that. It was emotional mm. and um, mental. So mm-hmm. I, I would just have the worst hangover anxiety, just for the entire day, just thinking like, what did I do last night? What did I say last night? How did I fuck everything up last night? Even if there was nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just no good feelings, (laughs) just no good feelings. And, um, sometimes 
it is tempting to, when I'm out with friends, I want to have a drink. I do because it is a fun thing to do. It's a fun way to unwind. What do you Um, do with your hands? What do you do with your hands? Yes. But I just remind myself that one or two drinks, it never stops there. Mm -hmm. I just know that after, first of all, for me personally, if I'm not getting drunk, there's no point. If you're, if you, your hands are feeling empty and you're like having a moment where you're like, oh, I want to drink. Do you, are you a sparkling water bitch? Do you have a favorite mocktail? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says, what are your go-to mocktails? Mm-hmm. It's Coca-Cola, biatch. That's a good one. It's Coca-Cola. And I'm telling you, it tastes better than any alcoholic beverage. I love it. I love, <laughs> like, I will meet- Have you guys heard about Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola? And if you go to a Mexican restaurant, people are getting margaritas. That's when I get jealous. Like, that's when I get like, oh, like, maybe I want a spicy marg, you know? But you could have a spicy- Virgin Mark. So I could. Yeah. I just don't really see the point because I like the taste of Coke. Do you try mocktails? Yeah, I've tried them. I I just. Will you try? No. (laughs) Sometimes I make mocktails at home. Like I'll make um, Fresca is a great mixer. Like I'll do Fresca with like some ginger Mm -hmm. or like um, an orange peel. Peel? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My my cousin, we did a Vanderpump viewing watch party and she made alcohol free pump teenies. Oh, that's fun. And I will say, I think that is my favorite mocktail. You got to add in the muddled raspberries because it does something real. It's great texture and it makes you take it. It takes a longer time to drink your mocktail. Yeah. Because you're eating too. Yeah. That's another thing. And it's a fun textural experience. Yeah. No, I love some crushed berries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would do mocktails, but usually I don't just because they're like, they're usually more expensive. Like I'll just. Right. I go to, you know, Mexican restaurants, they always have Mexican Coke in a bottle. And I just, I I derive such joy and pleasure from it. It's just so good. Like you still feel like you're having something fun. It's definitely a fun treat. Yeah. And like, I don't drink coke every day but i just really like it so i i feel like i'm having a, a something fun i'm like partying a little bit i have something to hold mm-hmm. and it's nice and cold and refreshing and so that's that's my go-to the um question about what to tell people or what do people yeah. say i personally don't want to get in a whole conversation with everybody i know about it when, yeah. if they ask why are you not drinking or are you pregnant you know i, I don't want to get in a whole yeah discussion i just say really bad hangovers mm. that's just what that's what i say mm. which yeah, is, I, said, I just always say yeah i don't really drink because it's, it's true i don't really drink sometimes i will yeah but like for the most part no yeah but especially since you said you really do have bad hangovers it's the easiest that's a really good excuse it is the most accessible when people hear you say yeah i was getting really bad hangovers they instantly understand yeah what you were going yeah. through and they're like oh yeah it makes total sense totally whereas it's so funny because I feel like if I were to be like yeah well the thing is like I would drink and I'd get like kind of anxious and not want to be around people like I feel like it's so much They'd more be like, ex- you just need to drink more exactly you just, yeah or like you're just not fun <laughs> can I tell you something insane and yeah. then we'll get back to this person's questions one of the people who convinced me to stop drinking as much recently when I was drinking to try and be fun uh-huh. for a party said, I'm so proud of you. You're drinking and being fun. Oh, And I was like, oh, so anything I do, you're going to want me to do the opposite. 
That's so funny. Like, this is literally a person who was like, you can't handle your alcohol. You should stop drinking. And I was like, good. Agree. But they saw you handling your alcohol and they were proud. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Like that, that sounds like that's what it was. Is this person sober? No. So why? D- oh, so they just advised you to cut down on alcohol because they, they were just saw like, how it affected you. You cry all the time and throw yeah. up when you have more than two glasses of wine. See, you know what's so funny? I feel like these things can change because I used to not be like that. I, I swear to God, I ha- I never had any health problems in my entire 20s. And now I'm like getting them tenfold in my 30s. Like I... I what are I, we qualifying as health problems? I just mean like <laughs> I never. You're right because I had an eating disorder. Yeah, <laughs> true. That could have been described as a health problem. Yeah, a little for one. sure, just a little one. But um, no, I just I never got hangovers. I barely like ever got symptoms from my period. Mm. Like I never got sick. Never got sick. Like, yeah. And, and now I just. I feel like the wind blows in the wrong direction and I just, and I get the I'm flu. Ill. Yeah, I never got hangovers and um, I never got anxious from drinking or sick from drinking. Then in my 30s, it changed. So sometimes things change and you have to change with them. Yeah. But that is not to say that I will never have a drink again. This person, though, she said, Do you have any tips for how to be sober in social situations? Do you have your, your greatest hits of tips? Yeah, I think naturally this happens. You start hanging out with people who you genuinely want to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. So like, I just don't go to things as much. But yeah. I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. I that probably sounds kind of lame. I just don't go. Well, to it things just as sounds much. like you had a lot of party friends. Yeah. Well, I I didn't have a lot of party friends, but I think I would say yes to things sometimes. Uh huh. And then I'd be like, whatever, I'll just get drunk. Yeah. My favorite <laughs> tip is like relish the fact that you're going to remember all of this and that, that your fun. friends will not. It is like fun I love watching, watching drunk people. <laughs> my drunk friends movies or, you know, like a movie of them basically that I'm not involved in because I'm dead ass sober or whatever. Yeah. But I'm just like, this is fun. It's like my own reality show. Do you find that you're able to like maintain your energy longer? Because that actually is something that like I thought I wouldn't be able to stay out late if I wanted to or Mm -hmm. like, you know, but actually it's the opposite because when you're drinking, you get to a point where like the alcohol just knocks you out and you're running on pure adrenaline. Yeah. When you're sober, you're just like you're present. And even if you're tired, it's a different type of tired yeah no I should I should recount that I am not sober no I will I will still be high but I will not be drunk (laughs) that is actually a good distinction though I'm not sober either I smoke weed yeah like sober is absolutely the wrong word yeah alcohol free is a better word but I don't even like to commit to that even alcohol free again I was being quote-unquote fun this weekend right yeah but was the next day fun that's the question yeah, because I really didn't end up drinking that much. Okay, good. I was just if ha- you can stop it too, guys, like that's yeah, great. Yeah. I just for me, I'm I, I I just don't have an off switch. It's not I don't consider myself an addict. It's just like I just really truly don't see. I the just point. have like a really addictive personality. I'm just too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Like I just don't see the point. Could I have one drink? Yeah, but I don't like the taste of alcohol. You so know why my would favorite I favorite person not drinking story is is mm. I went on a bachelorette once and one of the other girls on the trip was nine months pregnant. So you know this woman was not drinking. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Oh, okay, we'll see you after the club. And she's like, I'm coming. And we're like, Oh my god, what? That's awesome. And this 
The woman partied so hard without drinking at all. She was on banquettes and stuff and like on tables and had sparklers and stuff. And How? I don't know. With her fetus, you know, dancing inside of her? I just thought it was so cool that she could do that. Oh, yeah. And I'm so impressed by that. It also, well, it could either be two things. One, she just needed to party because she's been like fucking on her back and pregnant. Yeah. Or two, which is the party mentality of trying to be fun. Yeah. When you know that you need to be fun for your friend because this is their occasion and they just desperately need it to be fun. And so then you cosplay fun and you end up having fun. Yes, I've done that before because, and and also, especially if you've decided not to drink, Mm -hmm. then you're like, well, I can't be the wet blanket. I still need to bring it. Yeah. Even if I have nothing in my system. So then that, I, it's so funny that this came up because like, I had an experience where I went to a birthday party and I thought I was going to last like 10 minutes. Like Mm -hmm. I went there and I was just not in the mood. Mm -hmm. I ended up there until like three o'clock in the morning, just like bumping and grinding. Sober. Sober, dead ass sober. And I, I didn't even think I was that type of person. Like I said, I say no to a lot of things. Yeah. So I do think like, don't, don't, I like socializing more. Now that I, I like know that it's not about drinking, it's just about like kind of being there and like enjoying the moment. I feel present. Like, yeah. I, I feel so much less anxious talking to people. Yeah. I used to talk to people and I would be thinking the entire time, am I doing something weird? Am I moving my eyes? Like, are my eyes yeah. starting too much? Yeah. Now I'm just like very present. And especially if they're drinking, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, they're more likely to do something embarrassing than me right now. And so. they're going to forget any embarrassing thing I do. That too. Yeah. That too. I think that's, yeah, that's one of my favorite tips is just kind of try to like enjoy the other people for how drunk they are. Yeah. Feed off of their energy. Yeah. And it's also funny. Like it's, it's just funny. It's fun. Like there's no reason why you can't be fun or have fun without drugging yourself. Yeah. Without imbibing. Alcohol is a drug. Like I'm not, you know, no judgment, but it is, it's altering your brain. So it's easier to let go of your inhibitions, but you can still do that without it. Mm-hmm. it. It's not. I also love watching other people's inhibitions, like because they're drinking, their inhibitions go away. But like that makes me less inhibited because yeah. now I get to come down to your level. And like you're talking like a kindergartner, you know, like you are not smart in this moment. And yeah. I get to just be like, OK, cool. I'm gonna, I'm going to lower the bar, too. Right. But I'm. I'm not drinking during right. it. Like you're being silly and I'm it's giving silly. me the permission to be silly yeah. too. Yeah. Finally, your other best friend when not drinking and not knowing what to do is games. There have been bars that have been trying to include people like us by bringing little Jenga towers into their establishments. Life-size Jenga? Life-size Jenga, little Jenga. They give you something to do with your hands, you know? And it turns all the other drunk people into like scientists because they're like wasted. Then you put a Jenga tower down and suddenly they're like very attentive. And yeah, it's really fun. And it's just, games are great to distract you and to and just... And it's a social activity. It's a social activity. You're bonding yeah. with people. Yeah. You know what I used to do that I need to start doing again? I always had dice in my purse. 
Oh, so that like when I would go to bars and stuff, I was still drinking at the time, but I would I would always play Yahtzee. So <laughs> <laughs> like because all you need is a paper. You yeah. just ask the bartender for a paper. I remember all the points. Yes. So um, that could be another thing. Just go to the park with your friends. They're drinking. Mm-hmm. You say Yahtzee anyone? Mm-hmm. You can also still be involved in drinking games. If there's like a flip cup something, get somebody else to drink for you or just sub in water Drinks or something. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still flip those cups. Still get active. I love flip cups. Yeah. The one thing that, that we didn't answer. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, a couple things. So one thing, has it affected your body image at all? If at all, only positively. Because okay. my hangovers would be terrible body image days. Mm. So like... Not having that, I feel more consistently normal and not, you know, if I feel anxious, I know that it's because I feel anxious. It's not this substance mm-hmm. that was affecting my dopamine levels that is making me feel anxious. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, something real. Have your family and friends been supportive? Yes, 100%. My family's not a big drinking family, so they're honestly, like, kind of proud. Like, I think, yeah. you ever been around, like, drinking families? Yeah. Like families that get so fucked up together. That would be hard to be sober and go home to Thanksgiving and everyone's rowdy. But Mm -hmm. my family's just not like that. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as my friends go, they've all taken breaks at one time or another. So it's really not that abnormal. I have a lot of friends who are sober. So yeah. Or or just don't drink that much. No, and or that's lucky kids. for you because there's a lot of people that the second you stop drinking, they are very offended as if you've told them that they need to stop drinking too. Yeah. Has, has that happened to you? No, no, no. Okay. I, I'm just saying from like experiences of my friends who are like legitimately sober uh-huh. and have had really tough times with other people. Like there's another thing where I've forgotten a friend was sober before and I'll offer them something and they're like, no, no, I'm so right. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry I forgot. And they're like, no, it's okay. It's your, it's my thing. Right. You know, like it's, it's not. It's actually nice of you to offer me a drink. Exactly. Or it's not, yeah, nice of you to offer me a drink or a smoke or whatever, but then also not being the person that's going to be, and this, I've, I've literally watched one of my friends who is in recovery be told by a guy, why can't you just have one drink? You can't just have one. And it's like, no, she literally cannot. Because she's an alcoholic. Because she's an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. just ridiculous. I can't even imagine a world in which somebody would think that's an okay question to ask. But no, because they don't get it. But how do you not get alcoholism? Like, the I thought same everybody way I understood. Think that I didn't believe in allergies. Right. Like, it, the, medicine says it exists, but because I haven't experienced it, I cannot understand. Once again, Remy, I'm going to reiterate, that was when you were five. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, but somebody did say that to me when I was, because I am not sober. So I, I think it's okay that this person asked me this. It was a legitimate question. Yeah. She was like, couldn't you just have one? Like if you were having problems with alcohol, like, couldn't you just have one? And, and the answer to that is yes. I just don't see the point. I don't like the taste. Right. If it's not going to fuck me up, what's the point? Yeah. And that's that's just me. Yeah, but uh, best of luck, sparkling water bitch. Yeah, and if anybody gives you a tough time, just DM us and yeah. we'll tell you how to deal with those people. But also, if somebody doesn't like you anymore because you can't drink around them, like, they're not a real friend. Yeah, and uh, I listen, it, it might fuck up some of your 
plans. Like in my, my friends are going to New Orleans in a couple months. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to New Orleans. Mm. And, and the reason is because like, it's a huge drinking culture and my friends are going to be drinking. And I'm yeah. just like, will I have fun? My friend's not coming to our friend's bachelor party because she has endometriosis and she has so many dietary restrictions, doesn't drink because of it anymore. And she's like, it's all group meals. It's all group drinking I am gonna feel so left out mm. and also that I'll have to make accommodations for myself like I'd rather just not go sometimes you do have to say that I will totally miss her valid yeah, yeah but I get it I, I get it and um something that uh people don't talk about very often is when you're not drinking and you go out to dinner and people get bottles it. of wine and yeah. they split the bill evenly yeah that drives me insane well i went to a, a a brunch a birthday brunch at this russian mm -hmm. um restaurant people were ordering vodka it was the middle of the day i don't even know that i would have been drinking vodka even if i was drinking mm -hmm. but i was like do you really think i'm paying for this vodka mm -hmm. i just i looked this guy in the eye and luckily we're close enough that i could do that i was like do you really think i'm paying for this vodka yeah and he was like you're not drinking i was like no i'm not drinking he's like oh no we'll take off the vodka so like assert your boundaries, tell people right. that you're not paying for well, their so that's bottles how, that's of That's how she decided she's not coming on the trip was I was like, oh, do you think the fixed prices for these meals includes alcohol because I'm not going to be drinking and I don't want to like, yeah. I just went to another dinner that it was like doubled because yeah. other people were drinking. I wasn't. And then she was like, oh shit, you're right. Also, my endo is going to make this trip impossible for me. I'm not coming. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Bachelor parties low key sucks. <laughs> Yeah, no, it'll be fun. But I again, now that we're having this conversation, like I was thinking about going to like both of the group dinners. I'm like, maybe I should just go to one and mm. meet up with them for the events after that don't involve drinking. Yeah, you know, it, it can be a choose your own adventure. Yeah, it can be. They literally gave us like a doodle to fill out with options that you what, don't have to go to the dinner. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, all things to consider. But if you're thinking about taking a break, it just take a break. Just like, take a break. It was. It ended up being really great for me. But if it if it wasn't, or if I found that it was stupid or pointless, I could just go back to drinking. It's not that big of a deal. So yeah, your um, your best friends are. I'm not drinking right now, because then people don't go. Oh no, mm -hmm. we've lost her. Mm -hmm. Not that we have to care about those people, but just say it just softens the blow for people who really liked you as a party friend. Right. I get really bad hangovers. It's the easiest. The, that's the best. I remember our times more. Oh, it's more fun. That's nice. I'm more present. Yeah, I'm more present, and I can but actually. That's a little I can bit like no, but, woo woo. Or how about I can last longer actually if I'm not drinking. The pregnant woman was out all night. It's true. The rest of us were like throwing up in the streets. You know, it's true because <laughs> when you're drinking, you start fading at a certain point and the only way to keep going is to keep drinking. Mm -hmm. It's like the drinking begets more drinking. Mm -hmm. Now it's I feel biblical. like it's so funny because when I started talking about this, I was like, I'm not against, you know, drinking alcohol at all. And by the end of it, I felt like it's shifted to like alcohol is poison and it just makes you want to drink more. But it's like, no, for the people who love their drinking, I love it for them. Yeah, like, I love to see somebody who really lets loose. And I trust me, I had a lot of fun in my 20s drinking. Yeah, it's just um, it just doesn't really fit into my life that much currently. So yeah, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered.
Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. And if you like this episode, please write us a review. Let us know what you think. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.